Culture Podcast with Alaska, Curly Castro, and Zilla Rock. Bang! Call out Culture Podcast. Here again. Um, we need like some distinction, like you know, like the most you know, some podcasts say they're the most influential podcast, the most infamous, infamous, the most you know, we don't got that yet, the greatest, yeah. they got to be natural. We are the um, we're another just another rap podcast, no, just that's a, not true either. A solid show, <laughs> a, a, a good show brought to you by we are, we are disgruntled for those there. So y'all we're the podcasters podcast. That means no one listens. When you say you're the podcasters podcast, that means no one's listening to the show. Podcasters' favorite podcast. Yeah, that means yeah. obscure. But, but yeah. your favorite podcaster doesn't have time to even listen to his podcast. So he definitely doesn't listen to ours. We're so the Velvet no, Underground of podcasts. The who? I listen the to um, the Velvet Underground of podcasts. That's a good one. I listen yeah. to more. I listen to other podcasts more than I listen to ours. Just because, well, we, uh, of course, you record this one, yeah, right? You know what so, happens but if, if, but if you think about like if, I, if you look at my like listening history, you'll see, you know, like next cool. movement, shit like that. Just yeah, shout out to next movement. Uh, I'm I'm your host, uh, Zilla Rocca. We got Curly Castro. Um, he, he always comes with the good lighter sound effects for you for you listeners at home, um, because he's always lighting something. Uh, we have Alaska representing. And then we have uh, what's up, dude? We have first time guest making it into the call out culture archives forever in perpetuity. If self says what is happening, welcome to the show. Zilla always has the perfect uh, washing machine sound effects of washing denim coats or metal button jackets or something with a zipper. It's you have you have the great skills of uh, talking over the, the the guest as he was going to say hello. So there you go. Uh, you know, first I want to say I, I wouldn't have any other way. I would like it makes me feel very familiar. You know, to have like very familiar sound stuff happening in the background. You know what I'm saying? Very uh, familiar stuff. Also, I didn't get a chance to say this earlier. What's up, Castro? Been a minute. Hope you're doing well. It's good to see you. Peace, peace, God, uh, peace. Yeah, 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 man. Uh, I am very. Uh, Happy to be here. Appreciate you guys. Uh, asked me to come and talk some rap stuff with you guys. Yes. Appreciate we appreciate you being here in spite of Zilla and his manners. Just, you know, bear with us. We deal with it every week. We're just hoping that you can deal with it for one episode. Oh, no, it's, it's all good. So, what are we talking about today, Z? Um, we're going to talk about N-O-R-E. Nori stands for N-bombs on the run eating. But before Niggas we get to that. On the run eating. <laughs> See when you distort like that, that's what that's what makes the the, the clock holder Twitter people go insane. Rap names ever, <laughs> ever, because it's... everybody was just on some. Oh man, Noriega, that's corny. No, it goes deeper, brother, and and that's I think that's what I want to introduce Nori as. Don't judge a book by its cover. Well, this man we'll, we'll got levels that. and he we'll has depth. He's the greatest. He's a great. We got a lot to think about that, but I want to talk what self says first to get our our listeners familiar. Um, so you got a new EP out, bro. Talking and songs. Is it talking in songs or just talking, talking and songs? songs? Like talking and songs. So you got talking it. and songs. Okay, though. The uh, it's funny because I don't know. I don't remember how you, we. So you 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 have like this whole separate 
life with all the indie New York dudes. Yeah. How, how did that come to pass? Because I, I remember, I forget how me and you linked up, but, it, but then I found out you already knew everybody who I was just getting to know. Um, how did that happen? I don't know. I was young, but, uh, you know, finding about the rap online in, in that spaces. <laughs> so here's the thing. I grew up in Lansing, Michigan, right? I also spent some time in Detroit. That's where I met a lot of people out there as well. But my hometown and where I went to high school and where, you know, grew up mainly was in Lansing. And at the time, you know, it was a couple of us like rhyming in high school and doing that kind of thing. But in terms of like open mics, in terms of battles, in terms of that kind of stuff, it really wasn't uh, around. They, those spaces didn't actually didn't really start popping up until I had moved out of Lansing. And so in my you know later teens and early 20s, that's when that kind of stuff showed up. So in this absence, I was I had a computer, you know, we were blessed to have a computer, blessed to have some internet. And I was like, where's this at? <laughs> where's the stuff that I like at? Where's where's the raps at? You know what I'm saying? And I found stuff, that's how I found I found stuff was happening outside of Lansing, Detroit and Flynn and Ann Arbor, these kinds of things. But I also found things that were happening outside of New York. I found, you know, AOL instant messenger, AOL chat rooms and stuff, man. And you know, people may or may or not have been sliding in all of those chat rooms. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's really, it kind of started from there. And then I found out about like stuff like Scribble Jam and these kinds of things. I was just right. a young boy, like, I'm going, I find it. And I go mm-hmm. out there and that's really where I met like Adams and a bunch, bunch of cats back mm-hmm. then. I was like 18, 19, you know what I'm saying? Damn. That same trip I met. So I met Adams that trip, and then I met uh, Yeshua that trip. Uh, and also, <laughs> waiting in line, I met One Man Army, the, whole, the big bro one, one below. Met him waiting in Damn. line. Because I was like, oh, you're another Michigan person. I know of you. You know what I'm saying? And it kind of goes back to that. And then, you know, it helped I was, uh, I mean, as awkward and corny as I, I pro- might have been. I was actually decent. I could rap a little bit. It was like, oh, he's a nice kid, and he's not too weird. <laughs> he's actually fairly talented, <laughs> so you come kick it with us, you know. Uh, I still think, yeah, you just come kick it with us. So I was, I, I remember I was just uh, kind of kicking it with uh, Adam's cats, and I kind of knew Cryptic, and that was like kind of my my entry into most of those cats was like through Quick uh, Cryptic. So yeah, damn, we we used to get drunk at Scribble Jam together. It's true. I was under. I, I may or may not been legal to drink. May or may not. Wow. Well, that's neither here nor there. The statute of limitations are far gone from that. Yeah. You know and saying? plus that the, the place that was serving you was out of business, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yes, this is very true. All 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 true. Uh, Alaska was there, you know, a lot of cats was cryptic was there. The, a lot of cats were there. It was really you guys, so you guys are all corrupting minors. That's really cool. Yes. Well, that's, I, that's I don't want to put it like that. They're, they're, they're welcome, <laughs> you know, they, they, saw, they saw a young buck out there, Dolo, out in, in, in Michigan. You know what I'm saying? Like, Shh, oh, us, you know walking those dogs. You, you know, know what I mean? For the love. For the love. For the, for the love. As they would now uh, evolving to for the culture. For the love. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we we took it from buying buying kids uh, beer at the Seven Eleven to buying a uh, Chuck beer at Scribble Jam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is. That's fire, dude. Yeah, and you. Yeah. So you you've been on like all of our like roundabout releases, one point or another. I know you were on um, what's it called? You were on Restoring D Bill, right, Castro? Mm-hmm. He was yeah. on Restoring yeah, D Bill. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, he's on there. He's on. Uh, 
We did that, right, Castro? I'm on yeah. the jacket, and then we did uh, the one joint, and we wrapped over the uh, the uh, uh, the numbers on the board, shit. The board, yeah, yeah. That, that, yeah. We, we did that joint, and then we got. Um, I just got you on the new me, me and Ray West new record, okay. and then I feel like he was on something with Alaska. I can't remember if there was something else. I, I think yeah. I recorded something for Alaska. I, remember, I don't know whatever happened to it. I think uh, it got there, was, man. Late. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. So that yeah, I was good for that. And the beauty about like actually like you know somewhat adulting is to be able to get like gear, and it's nice to be able to just create at the crib. I didn't really have that. Yeah. So did did you end up doing something on the Fill a Flavor project? Because I, I think did. that would have been where we worked together. I did. I was yeah. very active in that space too. That's yeah. Yeah, I almost forgot about that. That's right. I sure did. Yeah. I, so I, so. Uh, oh, continue. My bad. I was gonna say for heads don't, that don't know, like Fill a Flavor was a, a hip hop form, and there was a lot of artists on it, and um, I kind of like executive produced a project. Oh, shit. Where I teamed up all the producers on the board with all the rappers on the board, and we put uh, like a nice. 12, 12 song record out. Nice. Oh, look at Alaska, the oh, unseen the hand. Yo, you yeah. took me bad back, yo, with that. Well, I forgot all about that. Wow. Yeah. I think it had you on it. It had Cadence Weapon, I think. Yeah. The Cadence yeah. Weapon. Um, yeah. It had yeah. Mike Eagle on it. Yep. Damn. Yep. What was yep. it? What do you? What was it called? Huh? It was called the Phil Flavor Project, I believe. Oh, the Phil Flavor Project. That's exactly what it was called. Yeah. And there was a posse cut with a bunch of cats on it, too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, man, you just really took me back with that. Wow. I just got kind of back reacquainted with the homie Gloss, man, a little bit. I just saw the project. Hope to, you know, see what he thinks. I check this shit out every once in a while. You know what I'm saying? Nice. That's so, fire. Yeah, you just took me way back with that, man. That's crazy. Well, you got the new joint talking in songs, bro. That I it's funny because we um you you were telling me about it when you were doing it, and then you sent me the joint, and then I had it I think like, it was one of them like I think you texted me the shit. I think I'm you texted me the project. Yeah, I'm good for that. More. Yeah, and I was like, if someone texts me that, there's just no way I, I could listen to someone's album via text. So I was like, yo, email me that joint. And so I was playing it. I took a break from Nori and I was playing Talking in Songs. And it's perfect because it's five songs, 14 minutes. Pa- fantastic listen. Oh, thank that's, you. that's wonderful. Thank and just like the brevity of it, but like the beats, bro. I mean, you, you've been nice. The reason we're even on the show is because you're a nice rapper. But the beats, you did all these goddamn beats. Yes. How, did, how did that come to pass? Jesus. Uh, man, I was thinking about that. Like, so, you know, uh, for a while, it wasn't really. And I've talked to you know other. I'm, I think maybe we all go through this. I went through a space where I wasn't really messing with music. I really wasn't really doing anything, but I kind of would dabble into making beats. And that for a while, that became my main creative outlet. Mm. And over the last couple of years, you know, messing with Ableton, trying to learn stuff, and uh, eventually stuff started sounding good. And beats actually started sounding decent. And then like maybe the last two years. I started making stuff where I'm like, oh, I could maybe rap on that. I would maybe do that. Maybe. And then over the last year, like, I started, I just pushed myself to try to make stuff every day just so I can get better. And I realized, oh, wow. Oh, shoot. This is actually kind of dope. Like, oh, wow. This is actually kind of dope. All like Contra, or not, sorry, not Contra, but uh, Conan came out of that one of that one of those. I was like, oh, this yeah. Is, oh, That's this my favorite beat on the joint. This might be something I use later. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And, 
around that time, I, I uh, you know, was I, I felt like I guess I had some things to say. So I started writing things and things started just coming and coming. And it was the first time I had really been writing like, and I, it felt good in a long, long time. So I just tried to, I, and now, like I said, being, I had a, finally had a little bit of space set on my mic and just started putting ideas down and then stuff started coming out. I was like, oh, wow, this is, man, I, I'm feeling it again. You know what I'm saying? This feels good. So that's really how that happened, just working at it. You know what I mean? It's fire. Continue to do that. You know, I, I want to try to be on some Zilla stuff. I'll, hopefully I can get rappers, you know, start like, oh, Chuck got beats too? Word. Okay. Mm. You know? Yeah. So that's that's kind of one of, that's, I, I definitely want to go do more with the beat thing. Yeah, you got you gotta be on that cryptic one chumzilla shit, just like videos of you hunched over yeah, I need to, or yeah, doof, I need, just hunched to, over with with the phone up, making these thirty second little snippets of fire. Yeah, I need to I need to up my uh, my uh, presentation game one day when I'm <laughs> doing and playing my beats and stuff. But I, I see they're they're doing their thing, you know. That's something I want to you know probably delve into a little bit more. I appreciate that. That's very kind. Yeah, bro. It's just. <laughs> I was I was shocked. I was looking at the credits because you, you didn't put like on the download. You didn't put like you know produced by. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, maybe this is like an Illingsworth beat or something. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, it's probably that dude. And then when I I texted you, then I looked at your Bandcamp too, and this is all your production. I was like, huh? What? When did this dude get nice at making beats? Thank oh, Jesus. And well, stu- studying cats like you know the homie Doctor Illingsworth. That's yeah. Illingsworth is fire. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. You know, and it, 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 I had there was like kind of like a small focus group of cats that knew I was making beats like that. Mm. Always like, what do y'all think of this? What do y'all think of this? And when they started, it went from no response to like, oh, this is like, the tech. I'm like, okay, I'm doing something. You know, what I'm <laughs> no you, you know, it's like that with rhyming too in the beginning. You know what I'm yep. saying? No. Shouts to um, what's what's the dude on on Twitter who said that about the Kanye thing about. How what whoever said to Kanye that lied about mayonnaise colored beds that push miracle whips, whoever gave him props for that, we've all had to suffer since. Yeah. Like that was like the first time someone gave him props. Like, oh, that line's fire. You said that line so hard, it was an acapella on there. <laughs> yeah, college ass dropout bar. Dude, that's awesome. All right, well, we're gonna take our first break and then we're gonna go really into the person we 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 brought in self says to talk about outside of his fire EP, talking in songs. Um we got, I don't know what everyone else's major talking points are going to be. Castro said before he recorded, there's one song in particular. Self says and I were texting. He's got some really fire points too. Alaska, I think, I think me and you are just going to have just a, a night full of joy and exuberance talking about Nori. Oh, I mean, I, have, I haven't had a chance to do any any research or, or dig into Just come from the heart, bro. Based off memory and heart. Yeah, but, just go from the heart, yeah. bro. With it's Nori. It's appropriate for the man we call uh, Nori A. Oh, I'm Flint. Poppy. All right, let's take our first break. Call Culture Podcast with Self Says Talking Nori. We'll be back. Put the metal to his face and show the swing have to change. Used to want to chase fame, today I'm not the same. Realize the pain within the pursuit of the vein. I mean, what's really there to gain? I've seen enough rain. But you and I both know we need water to maintain. Except this is the plane, so I'm switching up my lane. As I observe terrains, the frame is rearranged. Living vivid as the picture hangs. Bang, miss every shot that you don't take. That's peace like going on that back. 
I can see clearly now the weather ain't foul. Your purpose is called the way you're feeling the tone of the dial. Conversate, listen to fate, and move through these miles that's like step by stepping, day by day, week by week, phase by phase. I engage, entering a whole new stage. It's like L I D E. When you say what's up, I'ma say I'm good, G. And that's a step up, even if you knew me. And that's real rap, like my name was Cool G. L I D E. When you say what's up, I'ma say I'm good, G. That's a step up, even if you knew me. And that's real rap, like my name was Cool G. I've been rearranged and I felt the heat of the Phoenix flames. See me, see me dusting off shoulders, full of ashes. Experiences came with lessons, clashes and classes. Overwhelming adversity when it strikes, overwhelming. Used to feel the adverse effects, but check. Coming back from breaking three, two. Call out culture. I didn't say the one like in Wayne's world. Um, so here's the thing. Shablam. Sadiq. Um, okay, so the, the main person we're talking about is Nori. Jose Luis Gotcha, Melvin Flint, the hustler. Um, so I feel like we've talked about him so many times on this show, and people have talked about him as an influence or someone they loved, or he may even came up as like our, one of our best worst rappers ever. But what when when you hear his name <laughs> before drink maybe even drink champs now like what what do you guys think of right away like what what makes you excited about Nori? Who's it on? Who's it on? Why don't you lead off? Self says. Uh, so in thinking about this, well, first thing actually, so a couple things, right? Drink, I, I know it's already you said drink champs, but like I watched, I, I checked drink champs, and I realize I totally forget sometimes that he had this other career. You know what I'm mm. saying? He's like the media, to me, he's like the media guy. Now. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then uh, the previous career, uh, I think about being in high school, uh, getting the world, the uh, world report. Uh, you know, I was super into the East Coast, like East Coast rap music, mm-hmm. anything, you know what I'm saying? Anything that sounded like Mob D, Wu-Tang, whatever. And there was a, this was like, oh, these guys are some my deep stuff. I like this, you know what I'm mm. saying? And I remember uh, me and my friend going to a spot called, I think it was Circus City, some kind of place. And, you know, <laughs> Circus <right>? City. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think one of us had the CD, but it was scratched. Oh. And I took it and I went into Circus City. It was like, oh, my CD scratched. Can I get a new, <laughs> can I get a new Confondariaga CD? And then they gave me the new one and we came nice. out with it. We, uh, you know, during lunch break, bumped the uh, the war report. I, I first found out about the, I remember Rap City. I think seeing T.O. in my video. So it was like Ooh. that. And thinking, I was like, oh, this is fire, right? That's fire. And then I remember a little bit after that seeing the Royal Flush, the Cuban, Cuban Connection. Yeah. Uh, I used to have medallions. I was like, oh, that's the same, that's the same guy. You know what yep. I'm saying? Cuban that was, Connection. That was like my earliest memories. Of Noriega, and that those Ooh. that that just takes me back to that time. You know what I'm saying? Wow, dude, what what was yours, Alaska? Uh, I I don't know about my first memory, but the memory that I, I just like really think of summer '98 when Nori came out, like just hanging out with my friends, driving around in my friend Ben's Pathfinder, smoking weed and bugging out to Nori. <laughs> You know, like driving all around New York, <laughs> and, and listening to Nori. Yeah, Nori. 
Yeah. And, and we also, we, we went out to San Francisco, mm. like me, uh, my homie, Ben, uh, Brian and Elaine, uh, we all, that was like my crew that I roll with also nice. called wrecking crew, by the way. Um, <laughs> but we, we flew out to like San Francisco and we were bumping Nori like crazy. Like we had a boom box with us in the airport. Like we were real assholes. Oh but, my God. In the airport. Like, so we flew out of, out of Newark, had a like, it was like on us air and back in the day, like us air had like a central hub in Pittsburgh where mm. every flight would go to. And we went outside and we smoked a blunt and then we came back in and we missed our connecting flight and got stuck in Pittsburgh. Oh, so sucks. we just spent the whole night in a hotel bumping Nori playing Madden and smoking weed, but it was like oh. the best night of the whole vacation. Dude, that's so dope. Kasher, yeah, what's, what's your first impression about Nori? Well, um, shout out to the Next Movement podcast they just had on. Um, depending on when y'all listen to it, they just had uh, Armin Hammond on, on there to talk about uh, their new record, Haram, and also talk about CNN. Mm-hmm. And um, Woods brought up an interesting thing of how he, he got into CNN was through uh, Tragedy Gaddafi. Mm-hmm. And I had, a, I had a similar path. So I was fucking with Trage when he was called Intelligent Hoodlum. Mm, oh, of like, course. Yeah, Grand it is. Groove, the Grand Groove, Groove remix. There it is. We're gonna take the a remix. Shot. The Grand Groove remix is, is the it video. Wasn't on the album. Not on the, album, the anyway. album. You gotta buy the twelve inch. Your man would make you a copy. Shut up! Don't mess up my CD. damn story. I will. I will take this to my grave. It's on the CD. It's not on the original pressing of the CD because otherwise I wouldn't have went through this whole rigmarole with my man, my DJ friend, who wouldn't give me the uh, remix version. But anyway. So then when um when Intelligent Hoodlum, you know, I was all into that type of stuff, Paris. When he changed his name to Tragedy Gaddafi, I didn't understand, of course not. And I was like, all right. Um, and then also, you know, but then all these people are naming themselves after these dictators and tyrants and stuff. And then there was so there was Tragedy Gaddafi. Um, Tupac had like the outlaws, they were starting, you starting to hear their name and stuff. And then there was Noriega. And this is before he went by like Nori. He went by Noriega, mm-hmm. and then he and he also rolled with Maze and Mussolini. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's this whole nomenclature that they were choosing and stuff. And and so then I guess it was through CNN. But the funny thing, the irony is CNN record is more like a Nori and Tragedy Gaddafi record because Capone is yeah. barely on it because he was locked up. And so if you listen to it, there's a lot of Nori. Um, there's a lot of trash, but there's a lot of Nori enough for you to get a full dose of him yep. and not to necessarily fully think of him as like in this duo. Yeah, that's the mm-hmm. name and stuff, but you get a lot of Nori. And so that was um that was pretty much my introduction to him. Yeah, he, um, I think I think for me it was I think it was like T O M Y and then uh like I remembered um Nas saying their names on it was written. Where he says like mm. you know shots at QB you know Capone Capone Noriega all that like he and I was always like that's a weird name who the hell is Capone and Noriega right. and then I remember like I remember seeing them in the source and I was like oh those are the dudes but I hadn't heard the music and then at some point I heard either T O M Y or uh, L A L A and then he like same thing for me with the last with like this but ninety eight like he when he was just getting on, you know, Ice Down Medallions, he was on the Fat Joe album, he was on a Pawn album. Um, I linked to was it. He also on um, Soul Survivor too. Was that ninety eight? Yep, he's on Verbal Murder. Yeah, with, mm-hmm. yep, with, with Pete and, and and Common and Pun. Um, 
he was on the there was name joint M. it's called mbc it's nori oh, charlie baltimore yeah. camp cameron yeah, yeah. Cameron, yeah. Yeah, so he was. So like, wait, so was he on SBE? Was he on Sex Drugs and Entertainment? Nah, because I, th- I think the, I think the NBC song was like for the Charlie Baltimore album that got. No, shot. I know he, that. He might be on SBE, but like, was he, he might on, be. It could, it, it could be on SBE if he was rolling with them at that point. Well, here's the weird thing. So, I think what what I loved about him the most was like his style was kind of like like sliding around in the saddle. Like you could never pinpoint. Like as a rapper, we all say like I hate, and I know Castro does too when you can predict what the guy's going to say next, like what the rhyming word is going to be. And yeah. with Nori, you truly never know. You know what I mean? It nah. could be like, it could be him repeating the same thing or him starting a totally new rhyme scheme well, or him it, saying like something straightforward and silly. His flow was very, um, we'll get into that, but the flow, he, had some, he had some biggie tendencies. We drop a, a pattern and just start another one. Mm-hmm. Yes. Bar. He very much, in Alaska, you could probably attest to this. Him and Vordo Megala parallel styles a lot. If you listen to the cadence choices, when to start, stop. I disagree. When to just. I, disagree. I was listening to it the other day, and I was like, "This is very similar to Vordo. When to start, stop. How how the stream of consciousness builds from one bar to the next, to the next, to the next. So you can talk about a cocker spaniel in one part, but not be near that at the end." Mm. okay i get what you're saying i get what you're saying about like the way his mind would move but i think i think vorto was like more was like more locked in a pocket versus nori would kind of like bounce over here though i say hello about zero i'm not a beta when he had that start and stop that's that's vorto you know standing with yeah, i know vorto vorto was very into that cnn record mm. right so you know there there's definitely like a possibility that there's some influence in there. Now, here's the funny part. Speaking of Vordo and that, me, me and Chuck <laughs> caught this. There's a skit on Melvin Flint that yeah. directly would, in my mind, influence the song Pigeon. Because it's a skit about Nori's homie saying, if rap was a bird, hip-hop would be a pigeon. Because a pigeon, no one respects it. And a pigeon just shits on you and doesn't care. And a pigeon is kind of dirty and filthy. And a pigeon, you could be sitting there, a pigeon just fly right next to you and doesn't care. And no one wants to be around pigeons. Yeah, but pigeon was done before that song, that album even came out. Damn it. Well, still, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's an amazing <laughs> parallel to be on the Melvin Flint album. I think well, if you're, if you're steeped Flint, in New 99? York. It, yeah. So wait, Pigeon was done in 99? Came out in like 2000. So some of them songs were done like a year or two. Yeah, I mean, that that album... The Pigeon skit. Okay, so Melvin Flint came out August August 99. And it's called Pigeon skit. So my thing is... I'm just wondering what the timeline was. If you're you're steeped in New Yorkisms or you're a New Yorker, our first bird, if you would, is a pigeon. That's the the main bird. We don't see swallows and shit like that. And so if you want to, right. if you want to reference, if you will reference a bird, we don't see bald eagles or vultures or anything crazy. It's mad pigeons because they were bred, they were bred to be a metropolitan bird to help with the vermin and shit like that um, from all the construction and stuff. So that's, that's good pigeon knowledge. There you go on this podcast. So sorry. Right, so so let, let let's get into like then what makes Nori special. It's the flow, man. It's the flow. The sense of humor, like listening to all of his music, he said a line in one of his songs, like, "My my my, my coke is white as Charles Barkley's wife." 
<laughs> Coke's right. It's Charles Barkley. Why? You know what it is? Yes. To me, I always like to bring this, the 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 um the slang doctors and the stream of consciousness right. that we get from like Ghostface and, and others. I like to always start to me with Greg Nice. I always mm-hmm. feel like Greg Nice is somewhat yeah. of an originator to that where you think, what is he talking about? But if you look like <laughs> if you take a bigger <laughs> macro look, it's just slang the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? And it's how he prefers to call certain things whether it be hot sauce, mm-hmm. dancing or whatever, you know, he'll say whatever. Right. And then I think people taking um, taking that and running with it and letting the poetry lead as opposed to the imagery. You know, some people are very literal MCs and whatnot, and some people are very abstract. And and, and there's no one better than the other. It's just, it's just different chambers yeah. um, in, the, in the weaponry and shit. Like he has a line on this amazing song off of student of the game which came out like six seven years ago over a pete rock song called vitamins highly recommend this song oh my god he says the first line is you smell like pork like kermit the frog fingers <laughs> he, he's uh he, he, that's mad funny i i wrote a couple of lines that i caught like, listening to he's, he's got a song that now first of all we got my man's choruses some of the choruses are so wild so yes crazy. yes uh, unbridled unbridled it, uh I, I don't even know if i can even say this course but it cracks me up so we'll go <laughs> to another line he says uh it don't matter whatever you is sneezing your food show you i'm rude you know what I'm saying? It's it's your food. Big effect in the back of the of the bar, and uh, I, I I know he's like a very he's like the matter of fact rapper to me. Like he yes mm-hmm. yeah like the he says uh he says I used to never drink but now I learned to drink plenty. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, it cracks me. It cracks. Me. I don't know why. Like some, saying something so matter of factly in 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 the context of like talking about how like you know you how thugged out you are how dope you are the chick and da, da, da. then he just throws in a little thing like yeah i used to drink and or i used to never drink but i learned and now i drink <laughs> you know what i'm saying and also <laughs> never never misses a chance to let you know i'm nice with the chicks just yeah, in case yeah, you know yeah, we, yeah. we went eight yeah. bars and you might not you yeah. might not remember but i'm with your sister what what well, yep. you know what I mean? oh my god and I love it a lot. He says, I don't even drink like that. I sell crack. Yeah, I don't even, yeah. He said, he, he, uh, he said put the bogey out in your face. Now your face looks like ashtray face. Yeah, he, he has a lot of bogey references. There's yeah. a lot that, 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 it's like you're going to get like halfway mafioso, uh, bogey reference, some sexual stuff like, yes. Man, we thugging, QB. You gonna get that all in one verse? Yeah, <laughs> all in one verse. You know what I'm saying? No He's matter so what the song is, dude. On this thing, he brought the um, he brought the um, the thugging ideology a little bit to New York because you know thugging was making its way around. Tupac was kind of carrying it for a second. But for a sorry, for a second, it just meant it was a term, like a like a hooligan. Mm-hmm. Tupac took it. Acronym um, made it into the acronym. Um, Zilla, you, I mean, I was uh, last. You remember the acronym? No, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's for the full thug life. It, it's thug means one, but it, if you extend it out, um, see if y'all can find that. And then I felt like Nori 
was making it more of a a, a street like relatable thing. Like those cats right. are like on the ground to me. Like like when you when you watch a Biggie documentary, you hear they would hustle on Fulton Street. Those are the right. cats that were a little more closer to me. I didn't know any kingpins or whatever, but I know right. cats on the block. So when he's yeah. doing thugged out militainment, yeah. one of the greatest company oh, names what? ever. What? And he's making it this chant. It makes it a little more relatable. Then to me, after that, Tupac was trying to make it more of a global movement. I'm a thug because of my mentality and stuff. But you remember for a minute, he was just, he was letting you um, define it how you want it. And then I felt like Nori did it. I think Nori's is more of like, like being a rascal. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like just being a, like a, a rapscallion. Right. No, they right. was like a rapscallion, a neighborhood cat, and, and like we thugging it, like, you know, making it into like almost like Smurf slang. Like it means a bunch of things <laughs> yeah. on some regular shit, not right. on some, you know right. what I'm saying? On some regular, just on the block shit. We thugging it out. Well, you stay like, out. had like the iced out, remember he'd have like the iced out Newport chain, like the box. Yeah, it was yeah. a Newport box that he would put his yeah. Newports in it. First like winner, he was yeah. thugging that. He was thugging that Newport necklace. Thug, thugged out militainment. Okay. <laughs> we're thugged, we're thugged out. We're militant. We're entertaining y'all. We're doing all of that stuff, yo. Oh, he, Muzzolini. Studies on Blue Heineken, uh, red Corona, take it like a vitamin. White Guinness, blue Heineken. So let me ask y'all this. The type of lyricist he is, with the matter of factism, as Self said, brought up, mm-hmm. and the um, stream of consciousness stuff I thought out in Zilla just cracks up at all his lines. What kind of lyricist was he to y'all? Like, was, there a, was he a mediocre cat that you didn't care, or was it a higher science that y'all embraced? Because it wasn't a typical lyricist in the sense of, the high-end stuff that we was all into. He wasn't a typical lyricist and say like, you know, uh, okay. rap 101, like Tretch. Or, okay, you know um, what he was real quick? Tribe I, know, I know you're, you're nailing it. From his own estimations and what he showed on records, and he there's one song he even says it, I'll, I'll try to find it and drop it in. He is a thugged out Bismarcky. Oh, <laughs> you, know what's, you, know what, you know what's funny? I was I, I think in thinking about this, I was like, man, I don't I was like, I don't want to compare to Biz Marquis, but he's kind of that kind of guy. You know what I'm saying? Like he, he kind of like it's more charisma and more like the energy more than I mean, like we said, we he's got quotables, they're funny, but it's it's about the energy and the vibe. And I was like, he's kind of like somebody like at least that generation's uh Biz Marquis to people. That's so crazy I, you said that. Yeah, I was, I was like, I don't know who else to compare him to. I think he's a conversationalist. Like, his, his rapping is talking. Mm-hmm. Like I think what he does is way harder than somebody that's, like, wildly technical and can hide behind their skill set. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just, like, very plain and out front. Like, you, something about what he's doing has to be more honest and more interesting than somebody who could, like, hide behind styles and skills. And, and Very honest. It's a, it's a very difficult task to pull off. It could come across super corny, and it never does. Right. And it has to rhyme. Let's start yeah. here. It has to rhyme. I learned that he had uh, two kids on the same month, but two different chicks in one of his rhymes. Like that, yeah. that's that's one of his lines. 
Two babies, same mom. Check it out. Look like that's one of his lines. Yeah. So I mean, he's very. I learned vulnerable. that when Tebow died, he cried. Right. Yep. <laughs> you know, but did he's got even realer stuff? Like, hey, I, I I messed around and made that that not great album. You saying that? Right. I feel like yeah, he's done that. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Very vulnerable artist. Like, so like, there's the relation when you, you when know. you're very vulnerable because. Like Alaska's saying, I think that that and then that's level of skill to be conversational. And I also think to be vulnerable, like that's just really hard. Mm. Um, because a lot of people don't believe anything rappers say anyway. So if you were actually opening yourself up and they think that's a caricature, that's a hard thing to swallow and still be yourself. Yeah. Um, like Self said says he he was a he had character, he wasn't a caricature. Right. And no, like, you're we, right. I and like we've that. come to find out post his rap career. He truly wasn't because we're now learning him. And Z, I'll def I want you to drop this and you got to drop in his little scene in Paper Soldiers like he was playing himself. <laughs> I'm water. He, what? I, you water, ain't see me. Right, water. You didn't say you ain't see me. And I like that little part, like that, the slang was funny, but like, oh, you ain't see me. All right. Like, and he bounced. Like, I'm going like a superhero or something like that. And I think um, that's the next phase we should talk about is his superhero dumb. And when he mastered the Neptune. He was a super oh, fucking hero. Oh, super God. thug. Oh, like this guy was grimy. running it. Nothing. You consider race. Come on. Like it's hits after hits. And he was like, it was one of those, you know, moments like, let's say Nas would premiere, like out the right. park each time. Yep. Right. And so yes. they don't always do it a lot, but each time, like, dang. And then that's the lead single. Um, even I, I even reach like Eminem and Dre. Like right. those are always the singles, right? Yep. And it's just like that's the unlocking, the un unlocking of the key and stuff like that. And I felt like Nori hit some superhero level in terms of people respecting him as a rapper. Because again, in CNN, in a group, rolling with tragedy in them, in Queensbridge, in a conglomerate type thing. And then he set out on his own. Again, most likely due to um, Capone's frequent incarcerations and stuff. Do you think when he got with the Neptunes, it sort of freed him up a bit, like right yes, when he's in Queens, he's got to be with like his Queens people. They got to do the right. Queens thing. Yes. And now he's yes. with like these skateboarding weirdos that just like in Virginia, right? Out of Virginia. Virginia, allow him to just embrace his weirdness. And he, I think that he, really um, helped, like with his personality shining through right. on that record. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was going to say that was the moment where, not to say the character, but he figured out how to put what makes him him into his music. And to pop and yeah, to make it pop. pop. Like it's when his um when his ad libs got popular. Right. right. Isn't that a good isn't that a good phase for rappers? When Jeezy, when your ad libs become popular, yep. Jeezy, yeah. Noriega, Jim Griselda, right, Jim Jones, you know yep. what I'm saying? Um, we we tried Sandman or Snoop, you yep. know. So when your ad libs become popular and people are doing your little sound Jada. effects and yep. things that <laughs> things yep. like that. I yeah. think that's a level, and Noriega definitely had that moment with the whoa, 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 yeah, totally. RZA, you know, just like woo, yeah. woo isn't, but that's definitely a moment, and he had that moment. Like we got to give it up to him. I don't know if he planned it, y'all. Or, or, again, nah, no, 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 no. So he, was due to, you know, Capone. He, um, I think not blaming Capone, but Capone in and out made CNN hard to. So this uh, is what I'm getting stand. at. Yeah, I said this is what I'm getting at. And real quick, I w- I went back. On our Patreon for cannabis, I found it's a 34-minute freestyle of cannabis, DMX, and Nori. Wow. And it's them going over every classic hip-hop breakbeat, whatever. And 
Nori rhymes over it, you know I got soul, and he says, N-O-R-E, Nori, Grand Marquis, always wanted to be in this game since Biz Marquis, we light it up, what, it's like Joe throw this talk up, ever since crack came in little capsules, we control blocks, rock flat tops, had two splots, selling blue tops, seeing Benny cock new rocks, what, yo, yo, hey yo, I cocked the cannon, me and Flirt Cananin, traveling to the top of the Grand Canyon, we don't bone, still instead, yo, I click it head, then we hit the next state, and the next chick bed, it's all fun to us, when we in the tour bus, politicking about which chickens we touch. Same routine, same things happen in Queens. Seeing little chickens from the hood, stripping in dreams. Was innocent once, turned out to smoke blunts in the p- and still rock old fronts. Turned out, no doubt, older stunts, shoulder to brow. But anyway, um, I think his appeal and the Neptunes really like put this on, on steroids was him coming out at that time in 97. Like when you hear Blood Money, for the first time it's the first yeah. song on that album and he's just rhyming for four and a half minutes there's no structure to it he said he couldn't count bars he was just doing it and he's saying like slick crazy street shit but it's, it's that voice being so wild like he's so nuts and then but he also like that era of super technical styles like everyone was very serious like a very serious rapper and him to kind of say that, that that type of shit, like, you know, like we said, I don't even drink like that. It's so crack. Like, on top of saying, like, Indian style, knees bent, hands together. Like, he would always say that type of shit, too. You're like, oh, he's like, he knows knowledge, you know, whatever. But he, him with Capone, it's like, you've seen what Capone does without Nori. And you've seen what Nori does without Capone. And I yeah. think they were a great contrast in having Traj in there, like, as the business dude kind of steering the ship. If he knew what he had at Nori, and then when Nori went solo with the NRE record, and he you know, he had like all those songs, like like this dude put. I went back when I was just, when I listened to every single album. The first song on NORE is "Banned from TV." Banned from yeah. TV. He made that the Band first song. Banned from TV. The first, yo. the first song. Three other rappers on it, right? There's four, four? cats all together. Right? No, it's Cam, Pawn, Nature, Styles, Nature. And, and Locks. Oh. They go back and forth, and then and Nori is sixth. Yeah. On his own solo album, he goes sixth on the first real song on the record how about that and so i think i think it's amazing about him is that he's always um yeah you know, like being unlocked by neptunes but i think because of that era of dmx cannabis pun you could stick him on just being like you know uh you know cuban connection flexing wilding drinking champagne by the gallon queen's you know, he was in that world with all of those dudes, you know, like super lyrical people that were very serious and respected. And he's next to them. And he's kind of like he's a super contrast to that style. And then so when he goes solo with Neptune, it's like you guys are right. Like, I don't know if you heard him tell that story about when he did like how he got the super thug. When uh, when Pharrell, Pharrell gave him the CD and, and they ain't shit. Like, think about that. Like Neptune's really ain't anybody when not they with him. Not, not yet and he said to him yo um yo nori said something like yeah I'm, I'm, we're about to go to miami and pharrell was like i'm gonna give you a cd you're not allowed to play it until you get into my hotel suite that's it you can't play it anywhere else and then when once you land in miami he said you had to wait till like two in the morning be in your suite and then play this beat and then that beat was super thug and so no, the whole time Nori's like freaking out, being like, I have to play this CD. Like, but, I, but I'm going to be respectful of Pharrell's wishes, even though I don't know this guy that well. 
And he's, he's like, so they, they, they get to the hotel first. He's like, yo, where's the CD player? Like, I gotta, I gotta get a CD player. And they, you know, he turns it on and he hears that, um, you know, like that, like the helicopter. He's like, we found a, a, a general Noriega. He's in the Philippines. And Nori's like, oh, like immediately knew what to do with that. But then the hook was when they recorded the song, he didn't have a hook. So he would just do the what, what, what to count bars. Okay. And he was wow. just going, what, 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 one bar. What, 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 second bar. What, what. So he just did the whole song straight through without a hook and said the what, what to leave the space so he can know when to come in for the second. Amazing. And wow, so when Pharrell heard it, he was like, oh, no, the song's done. And Nori's like, what do you mean? And he's like, oh, that, that, that's the hook. And he was like, no, no, no. I just do that to keep gaps to go back later. And Pharrell's like, no, no, you're done. That's the hook. Nope. You're finished. I had the girls like, like, what, what? Khalees. Yeah. That's Khalees. Oh, that's Khalees. Yeah, nice. that's Khalees. Nice. Yeah, she pops up on all his joints with, with the Neptunes, oddly enough. I was going uh, to speak to your point, Bella, and even to, uh, to Alaska's point that, you know, he, he, in order for him, he doesn't, he doesn't get there without maybe just being produced or maybe just like in that way to be like, to bring the best out of him. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like Pharrell had that. Like, no, I, he he saw the vision. He had to make him kind of see, maybe see the vision or see like how he could use his personality, how he used his voice to make the the most pop thing pop the most. And uh, he maybe didn't have that previously. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or at least maybe not. It would have been in a totally different lane previously. Oh, a million percent. Maybe it was just like, yo. Go in there, get these bars off, boom, boom, boom. You know what I'm saying? Right. And Pharrell says he's like, no, like, yo, we gonna we gonna mold it and shape it into like this. We gonna take all this and make this crazy picture that everybody's gonna figure out. You know what I'm saying? I see the picture. It's just now we gotta make everybody see the same picture. And then he, yeah, and, and then he had to listen and be like, okay, that's a good idea. Sure. Right. Right. I'll do right, it. Because right. Pharrell, Pharrell wasn't Pharrell really at the moment. Right. Right. But he kind of he, he kind of sold him, and and I I think it's dope that he, he he all the all the Neptune stuff like Castro was saying like even on nothing, mm-hmm. it's like <laughs> uh, all the white boys buying out the bar. They like hey now yeah. you're an all like like, <laughs> like if 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 it's not Pharrell like who's gonna let him keep that right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're right. like, nah, bro, you can't, you can't say that on the on the main single. Like this beat, no, 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 no. Like this yeah. is. But then he he even said like at the at the beginning of the verse, he says he goes still flossing, show your rocks, and you do turn grimy man. We stole your wife. Pharrell told him to do that on the Jungle Brothers, five thousand oh, booming yeah, yeah, watts yeah, yeah, yeah. sound oh, system, wow. state of the art. Yeah. So like that was their common language was like eighties rap dudes, mm-hmm. and being like, yo, do it like this, and then yeah. Nori's like, sure. <laughs> Of course, you know what I mean. He's just he could just he could just like be okay with all those things. It, it's really I mean, like Zilla's favorite Nori LP, the reggae tone record. Nah, bro. Yeah. Uh, 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 yeah, never. Daddy Yankee probably on that record. Probably. Sean Paul. <laughs> Sean Paul's definitely on that album. Yeah. So when, when we did the Ghost episode, one of the things that we talked about that we loved about Ghost was the way that he would just drop people's names in his verses. <laughs> oh God, yes. 
I think Nori does it so much better than anybody. Nobody yeah. does it as good as Nori does. Me and Shay with little Tim from eighth grade. You know, it was just something like that. It'll just say something. He's like the days of Spofford. I used to roll with Rob Prophet, Harford, Troy yes. Outlaw, Freddie Bedrock, and Joe Wu. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Prophet, Castro. And most of those people, I will tell you, when it comes to Nori, though, 85% of them are actually real people. Oh, yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. He's, He's not so doing good. it for the storyteller. <laughs> he said, Nostradamus, E-Bliss, wrist like glamorous, Domino, <laughs> grenade, iced out for Tito. <laughs> oh, Just random names. It's the best. There, there's one I got to find. Um, He's got I, more I friends this. than any other rapper. In Dude, the oh, the point, yo, that most is the biggest point. Yo, most he, definitely. Let me tell you this right now. He has one song. I got to find it on my 38 song Nori playlist today. He literally just talks about, he was like, I was with E40 doing this. Then we bumped into Ant Banks or Scarface. And then I was next to Trage, but then Diddy was with like he literally names 50 dudes in the first 10 bars of all these guys. He was just dealing with that are all famous rappers. And when you look at his albums, you're like, no, you actually know them. Right. Those yeah. are all your people. This is not some guest. The last you. verse on the song Nori is just him naming people. <laughs> it's like what, 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 what track masters, tone poke, what, 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 what Iraq and all that, Castro, Blue Midnight, Mussolini, Shambulo, A Maze, Monterey, my boy LP, Monterey, Esco, <laughs> what up, Nature, it's all good getting that paper. Like that's the first, like eight points. The first, yo, oh, he, he, can we say he is kind of like not sales wise by any means but what? he's like he's like the east coast snoop where every he's worked with in terms everyone. of being worldly in terms of being worldly he's worked with and, and everyone and, and everyone loves this dude uh, everyone loves him he'll, he he'll has, tell you his, his mistakes but he, there's not a lot of bad business out there about nori did this no, to me or snake me no, on this song it's no. not a lot of tales like about bad business at all right i mean he honestly seems like somebody that is just happy to yes. be yeah. in the situation yeah. that he's in. Like yeah. so many rappers seem to hate their lives. Yes. And it's yeah. really one of the worst things about like some rappers. You're like, what? Well, how could you hate this? And yes. he just absolutely loves it. It's like, you know, he went from being like a kid in prison. Yes. To like yep. being able to go all over the world and rap and hang out with people. Yes. Yep. Yo, he, um, he said, I, I, so here's the thing I think is dope about him. And and we, we mentioned it when we did our, our Scorsese Memorial episode, Rest in Peace Shells, obviously. That, And Shells obviously was the king of this from our dealings with him. Nori and Shells were masters of community. Like mm-hmm. Nori created community with him. Mm-hmm. So even on his solo albums, you know, he's going to have like, again, look, compiling all of these joints, Maze, Mussolini, Royal Flush, can't like like these are just names on the, the songs I cherry picked. Tory Lanes, Jada Kiss, Wyclef, Nature, Capone, Hormega, Styles P, Ray, um, Khalees, uh, Cassie, Will I Am, Bumpy Knuckles, Waka Flocka, Busta Rhymes, Game. Like who has worked with these people? You know what I mean? Like that's the weirdest, and but it makes sense when you look at him, like. Oh yeah, he could do a song with Large Professor and then do a song with Tory Lanes. Sure, <laughs> like Snoop. Right, sure. Snoop yeah. could pull that off. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like. 
Here it is. Uh, I'm trying to find. Here you go. On a song, uh, Cocaine Business. He's <laughs> on uh, Melvin Flint the Hustler. He says. He's the coolest guy. Like it's just, I think the community aspect is what makes him amazing. And so, obviously, now having him with a massive podcast where he could just have a, everyone has been on this show. Yeah, everybody. You know what I mean? Uh, who who can get that? Like like Alaska said, like a lot of these dudes are like bitter and mad. Like ah. Oh. Like how many dudes were signed to Tommy Boy like him and still just haven't gotten over Tommy Boy? Yeah, <laughs> I, I know. Self said you're gonna say something about that too about listening to his no, one record. I don't know if he has. You know, he might. <laughs> if he had his older records to, put, to go by, you know, he he. Oh, uh, what you call it? Uh, God's God's is it? I always forget the name of ever. God's favorite. God's favorite. God's yep. favorite. Yeah. Like a lot of the bars in there, there's, he's at least got. There's a handful of verses where there's a couple of bars dedicated to his former label. Yeah, right. yeah, he's going at his former label. You know what I mean? And I get, I, I feel it too. You know, or at mm-hmm. least I understand it. Approach like, I'm, I'm gonna show y'all what y'all, what y'all, y'all missed out on. Right. On a on a better label, y'all could have had this. It's almost like y'all could have had this, but y'all messed up. Tommy Boy has a million disgruntled former. Tommy and my motherfucking boy. That that. And then the whole De La Soul debacle. Like, Tommy boy, they do not care about negative PR, yo. They could care less. <laughs> all, all PR is... All, they could care less because they've been, they been getting trashed since the early 90s. And they're still in business. Dudes get buried. Naughty by nature never said one cross word about them. And he's the cool yo. probably still eating off the OPP and uh oh you know that they you know they making you know they still making that noise money and coolio money they yeah, both have money. never said anything bad damn about bottom them. money yeah yeah like oh, damn yeah. 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 bottom money is a little groomed and sticky sticky yeah why, 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 why are we uh <laughs> why are we, <laughs> another way. Thir- 13 and good year. right right yeah 13 and good okay yeah, yeah. to speak to like Alaska's point, your point, oh. he's just enjoying his. He really seems like he enjoys his life. He yeah. tries to be the most perfect cat. He knows he 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 knows himself, you know. Yeah. And he puts himself out there to be who he is. He don't put himself out there to be anything other than who he is. No, and and he's one of those dudes that just like because of that, and I think because of like his openness to like enjoying everything finds themselves in these weird places that you would never expect them. Right. Like, right. you know, recording with the Neptunes. Like when you heard uh War Report, right. did you ever think that dude's going like gonna be the next pop star? Oh my God. You oh. know, or then like, you know, while you're listening to all that, where you're like, this guy's gonna be one of the biggest like 
I, we didn't know what podcasts were, but like radio right. entertainer, like an entertainer, yeah. just a straight did, up. Did you see this happening with this guy? No, but he was just no. like open to it all. That's a good point. Why, why don't yeah. we, why don't we take a break? And then I, I want, I want to just throw out the, the CNN versus Nori stuff. Cause it, I think it's an interesting thing to really just focus on. Cause even though war reports are great, it's, I think there's an interesting angle we could tackle next. Coming up after the hooligans half hour breaks on call out culture podcast with self says, we'll be right back talking Nori and bombs on the run. One, two, three, four. Call out culture audience members, uh, new update on my album, midnight sons with Sean wizard. We have sold out the first print of vinyl, second variation with the new artwork and the new gray and black splatter. Wax is available, very limited quantities. We also have the second pressing of the cassette with the new variant artwork, the second pressing of the CD, the new green highlighted artwork, and then the wool hand stitch hats from the good folks at Ebbetsfield Flannels, my favorite retro baseball clothing company for many years because I'm a quasi boomer. Uh, those are available as well by the house. You also get the variant CD thrown in as well for free. How you like them? Go to childwizard.bandcamp.com. Thank you if you've already supported Midnight Sons. It's my biggest record of all time, and I've been at this a long time, so thank you so much. Bang! Call Out Culture Podcast. We are back. What, 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 what? Um, right before we came back from break, uh, Self Says brought up uh, Bloody Money 2 which is often overlooked from the ride soundtrack. And it was like right when Capone started really fucking with track masters a lot, who ended up doing a lot of the NORE record and blood and money. One is a shit. Like I fucking remixed it. I love it. I love listening to the original, the Rocky sample, um, which is the shit. Um, but bloody money three curly Castro. Go Melvin off. Flint, the hustler was a very strange record. Very um, strange. I, I don't know if people were expecting him. To, it, to me, it was like a surprise drop. I don't know if people were expecting him to come with another solo at that point. But I remember kind of just coming out with like not a lot of fanfare, not a lot of run up on the launch pad as, as most usual. Um, was that a Def Jam record? No, nah, that was still, I think that was still it Tommy was Boy. Because it, it had a Tommy Oh Boy. No, the Oh No joint. Oh, okay. no. Oh, oh, no. Oh, what? Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so again, you got the Neptune single, but then it was something lacking with the material, if you ask me. Mm. But then you would look down the track listing, and you first you're just wondering why is he calling himself Melvin Flint, and you you know you look up Melvin Flint, whatever, and he had Blood Money Part Three, and Blood Money is this great you know uh, song with uh, multiple sequels, in the vein of like. Um, uh proceed to me that you know stuff mm. like that uh uh on red man's course, album yeah. superman um, lover and yeah, stuff superman like that lover, yeah. um and so part three if you watch the video it's also <sighs> another return of capone because capone's back home he's in the video it's sitting out in front of the bodega with the fucking tv with the foil paper rabbit is and there's a million guest uh, appearances in there. They have a great scene in the hallway where it's two of them, and then he flashed, and there's like 30 in them, and then he flashed, and there's two of them again. And it's just another song, and, you know, it's all verses from Nori. 
mm-hmm. and just the beat. I don't know who did the beat. The, the Easy LP. Easy LP. Easy L. And so it's just a great friggin' song. And so if you were getting Nori fatigue at that point, which is which is um pretty common, he was saturated. Like mm-hmm. um, this is when Neptune started becoming like a little bit more um dominating the radio song. Top eight mm-hmm. at eight would have like five Neptune songs in there at this point. So I remember this one was just like back to the essence. This was like War Report. Not the new, the war or report, whatever that album is. Uh, it report was like, the war. It was, yeah, report yeah. the war. It was, it was definitely terrible. Uh, <laughs> it's terrible. It was a, a harkening back to what they did best. And oh. then the seeing the video, seeing Capone back in effect. So I really love that song. So that 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 solidifies it. Like you know, I'm I'm a like Nori for the for the uh, for the duration. You know what I'm saying? For him to come back and knock that song off the park. You know what's amazing about their record is like first song is sometimes which is the shit yeah and that was on the belly yeah. soundtrack you know what i mean like that's again like first track on a record is like not something you typically expect and then he has like cocaine business with Khalees. cocaine business controls america that shit is crazy that neptune's beat bloody money three we thugged out with missy like he's oh, just yeah. That shit is crazy. Then oh no. I mean, like the the first single, oh no, is track fucking 16 on the album. The album's like all over the place. And that's the fascinating thing. Like when I when, I, when before we did this episode and I made I have a 39 song Nori playlist of just his solo shit. Every single album he's made is a complete mess of whatever styles are out at that time, combined with like certain breakthrough moments. But every single album he's made, and he has a lot, there's three to five banging ass songs, minimum. That's like true. there is, there's no album with less than three hot songs. That's like true. that's really amazing for a guy who's like, you know, 25 years or whatever, 23 years deep in a career. But you know who does not have a great discography? Capone and Noriega. <laughs> no. this, is, uh, this is true. What um? I mean, did, how many you, albums are we talking about? They only did like three. they did like four. Yeah. What for? They did War Report. They did um the reunion. They oh, did um. There's another one where like Nori's like wild fat on a cover. Um yeah. Channel, Channel 10. Ten. Channel Ten. There's one that came out. 
Oh goodness! The one they that they penalty or they, that they yeah they, they they went back to penalty, and then it's called lessons and the cover is yeah. horrendous. I just realize why they use Channel Ten all the time. Why? Why? Because in New York, CNN was Channel Ten. <laughs> CNN, Channel Ten, once again. Well, what? <laughs> I never do that. Yep. yep. And that was only on cable though. Yeah, because on, on the broadcast was eleven and nine. Yep. You know what it's like? It's kind of like Snoop, like yeah, Snoop D O double G from the LBC. See it at Channel sim- Ten once again. Simplest things become like you know these are cultural standards <laughs> that we 10. know yeah. by heart. That's why I like nursery rhymes work. That's why nursery rhymes work. That's why pop pop hooks work. Right, dude. It's that's crazy. crazy. Simplest things and just to end up just being the greatest things. It was just lit long. Yeah, yeah. you know. So here's what's weird about it. You ready? Okay, so I've, I've thought a long... Okay, so they've had five albums as CNN, right? So here's what's strange. So the War Report is, you know, a, a fucking masterpiece, you know, Illegal Life, Stick You, all that shit. Iraq, See the World, you know, Live On, Live Long. And it's it's a classic. And I feel like when they're in CNN, you guys have said it, it's a classic even though nori's doing the bulk of the heavy lifting and then trash is coming in the spot him. and then capone probably only raps maybe five songs on right. the whole album like rhyming all right so but the album is a masterpiece like new york staple so he like a lot of artists they have a classic album to live up to that people want that one type of shit from them but then when nori goes solo he doesn't have that shit to live up to. So he can make, you know, songs like Getting Head in the Whip, you know yeah. what I mean? Body in the Trunk, The Assignment, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? The Change, um, I Love My Life, Alaska shit. Oh my and God, it's the best. It's amazing, right? So yeah. then when he goes solo, he, he only really needs to do is like make hit records because he can kind of do that. But not like you need to make a four and a half mic East Coast celebrated gospel right. You know what I mean? Like tablet type of record. So the curse of CNN is every time they do an album together, it has to be the war report Mm -hmm. and it never can, it never can be. And so the reunion has like, it's got good fucking songs and like, it's got bang, bang, invincible Queens with alchemist. Um, But isn't it kind of like you also have like, it would be like watching LeBron James play basketball with like two midgets on his legs, making it so it's like just difficult for him to make classics. Like that's what having to make a record with Capone is like to me. Like it's just like, Ooh. it's holding him back. Like, mm. I don't know, do you listen Why? to those records and you're like, oh dope, the Capone verses now. Or you well, just like, so, so here's the issue. When you get to, okay, so the second album, The Reunion, because Capone was home the whole time, it says the album was certified platinum, which blows my fucking mind. Yeah. Um, but like Invincible is amazing. That's like one of my favorite premiere beats of all time. You have like a young alchemist bang bang with Foxy, which is crazy. It's got you know Mob Deep on there and shit. When you get to Channel 10, though, this is 2009. So like nine years after the reunion, they come back. But this is like Nori by that point has become a solo superstar. Yeah. So then the problem they have is Capone needs to be on club songs now. And reggae ton songs. Oh yeah, and he, he is his which is a disaster. A yeah, right. I did not that. <laughs> that's bad. You know what I mean? It's, that's like uh, they kind of got what they needed from the war report. Like they're solidified forever. 
And then Nori just kind of kept zooming because he was clearly the star of the record. Mm -hmm. But the CNN thing is just like, uh, dude, Channel 10 has has Ron Browse and Busta Rhymes on a single called Rotate. I vaguely remember that song. There's a uh, there, there's a premiere joint Grand Royal. I vaguely remember that, but then there's I like there's like a song called My Hood with the clips, the dog pound, Mano, and Uncle Murda. Okay, way so much going song. on. Yeah, so but course. don't don't way you think like that's going. just sort of like it's almost an obligation? It feels mm-hmm. like. par for the course. Yes, for the course is always like one of those. Yeah, it's like six, um, six men assaults. Big pun had them. Fat Joe always has one. Yeah, for three. And then in turn, that would mean Remy Ma has them. I mean, that's, oh, yeah, I, I'm not mad at that one, Alaska, because there is always like you want to harken back and have the six man song. It's no, just, no, I'm not talking about the six man song. I'm talking oh, about sorry. component Noriega records. Like they feel <laughs> like an obligation. Like it, it doesn't feel like, you know, it's like the type of thing like you go home and you have to go out for drinks with like friends that you don't really uh, know if you want to see. Mm. It's kind of like that sort of a thing. It's like, oh, I'm here. Yeah. They know I'm here, so I gotta kind of do this. I can't. I said that. I would do it on Facebook, so now I'm kind of like obliged to it. Uh, when I was drunk, <laughs> I was like, "Okay." I, for one, want to contend that Capone was my favorite for a long time, even though I was working with minimal amount of material. Very I'm, minimal. Very minimal. I've come around, but I just want to put out there: yes, Capone might be the bane of Nori's existence, but at one point he was my favorite um, just... of those two. I just think that they're just, I think Nori's a star and he's always been a star. And I think Capone's just a really, really good, like Queensbridge rapper. Yeah. 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 And there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? Like we, we, we've all befriended people that have blown the fuck up. Yeah. You know what I mean? All of us. He's like nature's weed carrier. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to my man Nate on Midnight Suns. Yeah. It's, it's strange, but like he, even when I was peeping Nori's newer records, uh, like 5E, which came out on Mass Appeal, he's got like this one song called La La with Jada Kiss, Wyclef, and some dude Focus. That shit is fucking banging. And he's got a song with Tory Lanez, which is banging. He, I, I don't think Capone can make those type of records. You know what I mean? Like with real commercial people. Like I'm, I'm just not sure if that's in his wheelhouse. For, and for some reason it is for Nori. You know, for, I think for all the reasons we said, like he doesn't take himself seriously. And I think Alaska's right. Like he's just open to shit. I mean, I think I, I might be in the minority too. Like I don't want to hear Nori on a record with anyone else. I just want to hear Nori. Mm. Like I don't care. Like who's that? Like you're telling me all these things. I'm going. I'm looking at this record, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I don't want any of that. I just want Nori songs. But that's my thing. I think I think he's yeah. such he's all about community. Like he's just no, always, I, I get that. Yeah, I'm just yeah, saying, I like think, from I a fan just, perspective, I'm like I think ah. he chooses that shit. You know what I mean? It like, keeps me from checking stuff. Mm. That's interesting. I never thought of that before. Yeah. yeah, I think he's um I just think he's like so interesting because there's no there's no one there's no one's ever sounded like it. Like who does he even sound no. like? All right. And those are always very important artists to have. And they have yeah. lasting power. He does. They could always, you know, you can always just get pop him on a song out of nowhere to like, you know, get that Nori effect. Um, I was thinking of somebody like uh, Pace One. You know mm-hmm. how long he's been doing yeah. it. The way his character and voice is, you pop him on a song. Hey, you know what I'm saying? You pop Nori on a song. Hey, so, you know, I think I think Nori's um, proven his metal 
um, in this game, and I like his post rap career. And I, I just salute the man. Salute and you know what's really cool about his style too is like it's not something that like you need a certain level of dexterity for to like continue as you get older. No. Right. right. He's always yeah. going to be able to do that because that style is inherently him. But he stopped his skill set that he, he stopped that. He stopped that though. He he kind of like flattened his style as he's gotten older. Hmm. He doesn't do like the Jose Luis Gotcha. Like he doesn't he doesn't rap like that anymore. No. I still he raps like more straightforward. He, he definitely does unique stories. Maybe because they're personal in nature. Yeah, no, he's he definitely, he's definitely has. Yes. He has a lot of stories that work well. He's really good at that. I, I think he's actually like a really slept on storyteller. Like he doesn't do like fantastical crime shit like Maxine or fucking like New York State of Mind 2 or something. But he can do like about like very personal things in his life, which I think is really fucking cool. Like he has that one song like 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 Love Your Moms Hate the Streets. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was listening to that today. Yeah, that's the song. That's, that's the one I was talking that's on, uh, that's, that's on God's Favorite. Love your mom, hate the streets. Love your mom, hate the heat. Love your moms while she rested in peace. Love your moms while she's still here. Hug your moms when she shed the tear. Protect your moms from her worst fear. What a great guy. Yo, I'ma keep this gangster and still be G. My mom's is for my seeds, my mom's for me. Always been by my side when I needed the most. When I was locked in the cell, holding her close, visit after visit. She will always be there, my father would never cry. Wish that one tear, my mother exact opposite. By all means, and it would hurt when she see me walking in state greens. I'll be like, my tail, cause it's all good. In just two more years, I'll be back in the hood. My father, he got sick, my mother couldn't take it. She Told me that night he died, said he ain't making all hysterical. Phone dropped off the dresser. Ma, you calm down, you got high blood pressure. You see, I understand that I gotta be the man and take care of my wife and kids and the fam, especially you, Ma. All right, so before we close up, um, Self says you want to tell the people. Um, where they could check you out and get your um your newest and latest? Oh, uh, newest and latest, you know, uh you can get talking in songs, it's on the band camp. Here. Uh getting the site together, uh selfsays.com. It's there too. You know, that young in bed, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, no doubt. Yeah, I'm on I'm on these social media streets too, you know. <laughs> self says at the Instagrams and self says at the Twitter. Actually, uh what's the little sign under uh on the twitter it's not actually so there's like a space and mm. underscore underscore yeah yes my brain super farted right there but underscore self says at twitter and you know you can find me uh trying to work a nine to five when i'm not rapping yeah Yo, speak, speaking of good songs about moms and all you have you have the illest song about your grandma dog oh thank granny you. Cell says has a joint called Granny. With that. Wow. that is very Nori esque, where it's like that wow. shit is catchy, okay. that's fun, oh, it makes you, you smile. And, and we might drop, we might drop that in the mix. Then. Yeah, and Granny, close out. Every all yeah, everything I say that is true. I remember one time she uh, she goes, oh, "I got some company coming over, and I, I better get my good wig." <laughs> <laughs> and they always stuck with me, and I said, "I'm gonna put that in the song." You and did, she, oh, yeah. Her, so yeah, I, that, that's what's up. 
I have to tell her. I got to check in with her. I haven't talked to her in a while. But I have to tell Grandmas her. make great subjects for song. No doubt. Grandma's hands. I thought I was the only one that had one, and then Jay Zone has actually has a song about his grandmother too. Right, evil. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she was no like the, she she was the fucking you know mascot forever for his label. But yeah, check uh-huh. out the new self says shit. You'll you'll hear him on more records from us too. But he's got his own fucking chamber. Get out in for the beats, man. He's got he's got a sale. Fourteen beats, nine dollars, man. Yeah, he's ready. Man. Nah, he don't he's, get down like that. Pay the man his work. <laughs> at least Bitcoin ready. Bitcoin. Yeah. Man nine dollars, forty one beats. Two day sale. I'm about to be out here with these NFT beats. Ooh, oh, here you go. Right. I got that. That's some, self, <laughs> that's some still to dub shit. All right, we are call <laughs> out culture. Shouts to call out cult pod on Twitter. Come try, come try our Patreon on. Yeah. It doesn't hurt. Our numbers are growing and, every day. You know what I'm saying? And we got exclusives, and you get early access to episodes. So you know, rock with the kids for a minute. Uh, we're here at call out culture. So on behalf of Alaska. Uh, Curly Castro, yes. Zilla Rocker, and Ooh. our guest self says, we bid you uh, do from Mr. Victor Santiago. Salute. Jose Luis, gotcha. There's, there's one thing Melvin Flint. I want to say, uh, I think in, in spirit of the show, I just want to say Shablam Sadiq. I always wanted to say that. <laughs> there so you I go. That real quick. Shablam Sadiq. When Shablam, Shablam Sadiq comes Santiago. on the show, he's going to say Shablam. Shablam Sadiq. Shablam Siago. Granny loves Avernus. Granny help family get chillin' in the hearts of Granny is the best. Shelka overdoses and Granny saved his life. Granny drinks a 40. Granny called the medicine. Told me that she saw on TV of how it stops the cancer. Granny is hilarious. Granny is your therapist. Granny is a problem solver. Some of us do call her mama. Granny said she hate the name Granny and make it sound old. Granny so hot to handle, too cold to hold. My Granny is vintage. My Granny is pimping. Singing how she still got it. Friends calling it crib. I've got to look good tonight. Let me find my good wig. I got some company coming over the bottom. Me between the hours of 7 and 10 p.m. My Granny. My Granny. My Granny. My Granny. My granny, my granny raised my mama and her siblings on her own My granny is awesome, my granny is strong My granny is quick to put you in your place so you were wrong My granny is so focused where the stories are Granny loves the TV show 24 But like a way, she can keep me up to date If I happen to miss me an episode of Prison Break She is great, creating on a pedestal Granny does a thing Granny is a queen, Granny is a hero, Granny saved the day But he didn't have a place to go, Granny gave him a place to stay Granny is amazing, so breathtaking, a legend in the making Soul food fixing, red beans, rice with the chicken So finger licking good, so, so good I tried to make mine just as good as never could Never could. My Granny, my Granny, my Granny 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 my granny If you love your grandma like I love
love my grandma, everybody in the place make noise. And if you love your grandma like I love my grandma, everybody in the place make noise. And if you love your grandma like I love my grandma, everybody in the place make noise. And if you love your grandma like I love my grandma, everybody in the place make noise.